Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. Did you know that half of America is single? Hollywood has never produced anything like this before. The Dating Project, a groundbreaking documentary that follows five single people, ages 18 to 40, as they search for authentic and meaningful relationships. There is no script. There are no actors. These are real people trying to find love and happiness in an age of swiping left or right. From Empower Pictures, Paulist Productions, Family Theater Productions, and Pure Flix. You can now own The Dating Project. Save the date by visiting thedatingprojectmovie.com and go a step further and help others in your circle date differently by partnering with Ascension Press. Visit shop.ascensionpress.com to acquire the companion study guide. The Dating Project movie is now available on DVD and digital download on Amazon, iTunes, and Walmart. Please visit thedatingprojectmovie.com for details. Mary's Touch, real-life stories of Mary's love. I really do feel that Mary had a role in bringing me back to the Catholic Church. He reminded me that Mary was my mom. I always fell upon if I needed a desperate prayer, I always called to Mary. I could see that Mary had a hand in this. She began to speak to my heart. Mary's Touch, real-life stories of Mary's love. Hi, this is Alexis Walkenstein. Welcome to Mary's Touch, the show that brings you real-life stories of Mary's love. Today's guest is Dr. Mary Amore. Dr. Mary Amore holds a Master of Arts in Word and Worship and a Doctor of Ministry degree in Liturgical Studies from Catholic Theological Union. Mary is a published author, parish mission presenter, the host of two TV shows, Soul Snackin' with Dr. Mary Amore and A Willing Spirit on Shalom World TV. She is also the Executive Director of Mace Lake Ministries in Dowers Grove, Illinois, and is a married mom, grandmother, Mary, welcome to Mary's Touch. Well, thank you, Alexis, for having me. I'm so delighted that God has brought us together. Oh, it's wonderful to have you here. I, you know, I want to get to all the wonderful ministry work that you do to bring forward Mary's name and help others grow in a deeper relationship with her. But I thought we could talk a little bit about where it all began for you and your journey of faith and how Our Lady really just kind of enveloped you and has led you all to this wonderful evangelization. Well, thank you. You know what? I grew up um, a cradle Catholic, um, you know, in the 50s. And, um, you know, like all little good Catholic girls, you know, especially I had the name of Mary. You know, I always had a devotion to Mary. And, you know, like in May, I would set up a May altar in my house and all my girlfriends would have to come over and we would crown Mary at least nine times a day. And, you know, that devotion kind of carried with me. But, you know, as a lot of people kind of 
waned a little as you get married and you're trying to raise your kids and everything. And then when I was um, 36 years old, I, I lost both my parents in the same mm-hmm. year, and life was re- really difficult. And when I was going through those hard times, um, the person I, I went to was Mary. I mean, she was my mom. I was losing my mother, and so I, I clung to my spiritual mother, and I remember just praying over and over again the Memorari prayer, and those words just kind of soaked into my bones. And Mary helped me through the death of both my parents and, and brought me closer to her son. And now that I'm a, you know, a wife and a mom and everything, you know, um, I was, you know, raising my kids in the faith and everything. And then about 25 years ago, God decided to call me out of the kitchen into ministry. And <laughs> then, um, you know, as you just said, over the course of the last 10 years then, I had earned a master's degree and a, a doctorate degree, and I kept saying, no, blessed mother, help me. Where is God calling me? And, you know, and he, he literally is calling me to minister to people in real-life situations, to families, to mothers and fathers, people like us. Um, and so I feel really honored that my blessed, our blessed mother has taken me by the hand and brought me um, to the place I am today at Maze Lake Ministries. That's beautiful. And, you know, it, I love what you said from, from the kitchen out to, into evangelization. I think there are a lot of women who aren't exactly sure. I mean, they might have this strong devotion as well and uh, a call for ministry, but they don't feel like their day-to-day is compatible or how they could get out of the kitchen to really share um, the faith and especially a devotion to Mary with others. Yeah, you know what, Alexis? One of the best ways, you know, no, not everyone, God doesn't call everyone to go to graduate school. Um, believe me, that was tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? He calls us, Mary calls us to share our faith. And when we're having a cup of coffee with our girlfriends or, or at, you know, we're at a business meeting or something, you know, we, we, we preach the gospel message by the way we treat one another, with kindness and respect and love and mercy, um, and sharing the joy. I mean, you know, I always like to liken my relationship with God to a funny email story. You know, what do you do when you open your computer and there's a funny email story? The first thing you do is hit the forward button. Why? Because you want to share that joy with others. So, you know, our relationship with Mary which leads us to Jesus, you know, we should be so joyful that we just can't help but share it with everybody we meet in our life. Mm, it's so true. And, and for me, you know, I, I feel like it's so important, the handing on of the faith. It's very impressionable, whether it's in our family or with our sister friends, neighbors. Mm-hmm. I remember the first um, real tangible Marian devotion was handed to me by my grandmother. Mm -hmm. She gave me a rosary um, for my first Holy Communion. And then later, a little bit older for my confirmation, she had a deep, deep devotion to the Miraculous Medal. And I received my Miraculous Medal that I still wear to this day. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm wondering if you had specific devotion that was handed on from your mom or somebody in your family that really stuck with you. And could you talk about that kind of an imprint, how, you know, for, for Catholics, the faith is very sensual and sensory and sacramental. And, and ritual, and, right. Yes, exactly. and ritual. So the touch and the taste and the feel. You know, the, the two things that come to mind from my childhood, and believe it or not, you know, being raised in the 50s, you know, my mom was actually Lutheran. My dad was Catholic, mm-hmm. Irish Catholic. And, you know, so my mom, of course, supported um, us raising us children in the faith. And she did it so well that no one, until the day she died, 
ever knew she was Lutheran, which, you know, is just absolutely beautiful. Because my mother, it was my mother who taught me about the rosary. It was my mother who, when our neighbors went to Rome um, the year I made my first communion, she asked them, could you bring a rosary back? Mm. And so I have a rosary that was blessed by Pope John the Twenty Third, and and she gave it to me, and you know, and she sat there and she showed me how to do the rosary because she, you know, she knew how to do that, and um, you know, and you you mentioned the miraculous medal as well. Mm-hmm. I have one on my my neck right now on my necklace. Um, you know, those are they're they're just they're they're ways where when you're even afraid or something, sometimes I I feel like I I just am. Um, I go to my neck and I'm rubbing my metal. You know, I don't have time to say a prayer, but I just knowing, just touching it mm. makes you feel connected to the Blessed Mother. Keep a rosary in my purse, my pocket, you know, and again, it's not that I have the time to say the rosary all the time, but I hold on to those beads and it brings me right to Mary. Because you're right, our Catholic faith is so essential, it's ritualized. And, and now I'm so... I'm so pleased to be able to do little May crownings with my granddaughters. Mm. They're seven and four. And, you know, children, you know, they latch on to that. You know, we carry the, the crown on the pillow, and then we sing a little song. Right. And, then, and I tell them why we're honoring Mary, because she is the mother of Jesus, and Jesus is the Son of God. So it's just a beautiful way for us to pass on the faith to the next generation. Right. And and these impressions are so lasting, especially with the culture of so many other types of images. Um, The beauty of Our Lady and her maternity really is something that's so needed in our culture today. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to your beautiful book and some of the things that you're doing now. But I'm wondering if you could share from your perspective and in your theological work, how do you confront some of the the train of thought? You know, why Mary? We we can go straight to Jesus. Talk a little bit about that. You know, that's so funny. I just I just finished a three day parish mission on the Blessed Mother this past week. And a woman came up to me afterwards and she said, you know, that was really lovely. She goes, But I struggle with why can't I just go to Jesus? Why do I have to go to Mary? And and I said to her, I said, Well, Mary, first of all, I said, is our is our blessed mother. I said, She's our mother. I said, So of course we'd want to go to her. I said, But Mary's role is to lead us to Jesus. Of course we can go straight to Jesus. But a lot of people feel unworthy to do that. And and Mary is she, she's a human being. She was a human being. Mm-hmm. She she walked the earth. Yes, she was sinless, but she was a she was a, a wife and a mom, a human being like all of us. She understands us and she is an intercessor for us. You know, we pray to all the saints. A lot of people think that we worship Mary, Catholics do, and of course we don't. We revere Mary. Why? Because she's the mother of Jesus, Um, and she is here to lead us to her son. That is her main purpose in life, so why wouldn't we want to turn to her? Amen. Amen. You culminated all of your your ministry and your work with a crowning moment with uh, a new book by Our Sunday Visitor. It's called Every Day with Mary. We're going to get into the meat of it, but before we take a break, just tell us briefly how this came about. How, you know, I think it's so interesting that you could be living all of these virtues and all of this truth, and then the next thing is you get tapped on the shoulder to bundle it all up into an evangelistic work um, that can touch even greater amount of people. How did that happen? 
Thank you for asking that. You know, at Maze Lake Ministries, we have 31 affiliates here. They do spiritual direction. They do presentations. They do retreats. Um, And, you know, uh, about a year and a half ago or so, you know, we were sitting around a table trying to figure out, you know, we've got all this collective wisdom. And someone came up with the idea, well, we should, you know, we should, like, tap into it bring everything together, and then one thing led to another, and it, it became like, um, let yes, let's do this collective reflections about Mary. So it's ba- basically a 365-day d- daily devotional to Mary. But the beauty is is that, the, you know, when we finally put meat on it, yes, we've got this idea, we're going to do it. You know, one of our my friends, um, Jamie uh, Wolf from... Uh, you know, from Facebook, actually posted on her Facebook page that day, hey, I've just got a new job acquisitions editor at our Sunday Visitor. And so I, I it was like a candy kiss from God. That's what I call those <laughs> candy great kiss. moments. I love it. And and so I contacted her, and then one thing led to another. And, you know, the Blessed Mother and the Holy Spirit carried this project through in six weeks. We got it done. Amazing. It is. That's amazing. tremendous. That is absolutely tremendous. Um, the book is Every Day with Mary by Our Sunday Visitor. I'm Alexis Walkenstein. You're listening to Mary's Touch. And my beautiful guest today is Dr. Mary Amore. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to listen to our uh, message from our sponsor, the Knights of Columbus. And uh, But don't go away. We'll be back. We're going to talk a little bit about why. You need Mary every day. The Faith and Freedom Minute explores the intersection of our Catholic faith and modern American culture, offering insights to understand and navigate the divide between secular viewpoints and our Catholic principles. Brought to you by the Knights of Columbus, here is Texas State Deputy Douglas Oldmixon. In a recent interview, Archbishop Laurie, the head of the U.S. Bishops Ad Hoc Committee on Religious Liberty, highlighted the need for constructive engagement with the federal government toward a fairly broad executive order that would restore some of the religious liberty rights that have eroded over the years through regulations and policies. We remain very hopeful, and we continue to advocate for it, he said. As Catholics and as Knights of Columbus, We are encouraged that the federal administration is showing signs of a commitment to support conscience rights that have been ignored or diminished by other less important considerations for far too long. We urge a permanent resolution of this imbalance. Will you join us? This has been the Knights of Columbus Faith and Freedom Minute. To learn more about the effective witness and practical works of the world's largest Catholic family organization, please visit our website at kfc.org. That's kofc.org. You're listening to Mary's Touch, real-life stories of Mary's love in our lives. Visit marystouch.org to find out how you can help support us with your prayers and your donations. Find out more about Mary and tell us your story. It's all at marystouch.org. I'm Alexis Walkenstein. You're listening to Mary's Touch. Today's guest is Dr. Mary Amore, and she has a beautiful testimony, her life of devotion to the Blessed Mother and to the Church. She has a new book that's called Every Day with Mary. It's by Our Sunday Visitor. 
You can go to Our Sunday Visitor and um, order the book. It's phenomenal. Mary, why Every Day with Mary? You know, we were talking earlier and just flashed into my head thinking about it is a level up when you get to that daily devotion to Mary. It's like extra credit in in the heavens, right? You know, you get these little doses of the Blessed Mother through your Catholic faith life in the moments of time in the sacramental life. And sometimes we can put Mary on a shelf. We can put our prayers on a shelf. But really, the Lord is calling us and Our Lady herself is calling us to enter into a relationship with her on a daily basis. Why would you say that is? You know, I I think it's important. Look around our world. It is wounded. It is broken. And Mary birthed hope into the world 2,000 years ago, and that hope in the name of Jesus Christ is still here. And as his mother, I think Mary is trying to call all of her children to reawaken our consciousness. Jesus just didn't come 2,000 years ago. He's here today. And you mentioned having a relationship with Mary. I think that's very important. And this book was written with that intent so that people can start every day with Mary. It's a 365-day daily devotional. It takes about 90 seconds to read each page every morning. (laughs) The format is it opens with a little scripture line, and then it features a brief reflection that is relevant to the life of today's believer. And I say that because these reflections are written by, as I said before, 31 affiliates who range from the age of 27 to 77. Wow. They're married they're lay, they're single, they're ordained. And so it's the collective wisdom Mm. of all of these people that are devoted to Mary and that are writing um, reflections to touch our hearts every day. In the middle of Advent, the middle of Lent, the middle of summer, as we're sitting by the pool, there's, there's an inspiration for us to build our relationship with Mary so that she can lead us to her son. I was reflecting before we got on, on this recording about Mary's role in the Passion and how she accompanies us. And we have this ability to cling to her as we follow Jesus on Calvary. And then again, you know, Mary's huge role at Pentecost when she, when Jesus is gone, and yet she remains with the apostles, and she has a pivotal role. How do you unpack, you know, Mary's position and how there's not much said about Mary during Lent, but we can see it, we can perceive it in the in the gospel. Absolutely. And, you know, just because she's not physically written into a story doesn't mean she wasn't there. One of the beautiful things about um, Every Day with Mary, especially Lent and Holy Week, is that we journey with Mary. Okay, so here's Mary on Palm Sunday, and she is seeing her son being hailed as a king and everything else. Did she have any idea five days later that he would be brutally murdered and nailed to a cross in front of her to die? You know, we all carry crosses in our life. We don't know what's going to happen to us tomorrow. And and so Mary is there to journey with us on our cross moments as she journeyed with her son. And it's so powerful because the whole thing about Mary's life, it wasn't easy. And I think people mm-hmm. think it was because, well, she's Mary, Queen of Heaven. Yes, but at one point she walked this earth like you and me. Mm-hmm. And so that is why she is the disciple of all disciples, because through the joys and sorrows of Mary's life, through losing her son for three days, for watching her son be crucified and murdered before her eyes, 
Mary never lost faith. Right. And that is why she is the person we need to turn to when we're afraid or when we're afraid we're losing our faith. You know, Mary's there to help us. Mm. And, you know, you mentioned Pentecost. Mary was there. Scripture tells us she was there when the Holy Spirit came to the frightened apostles. We know that they went to the ends of the earth Mm. sharing the gospel message. But what about Mary? Mary spread the gospel message by living her life every day with love and mercy and kindness. And that is how she shows us how to live each day. We don't have to go to the ends of the earth Mm. to spread the gospel message. All we got to do is look at Mary's life as a wife and a mom, and she shows us the simplicities of living a life of peace and joy. And Jesus was very specific on that cross when he said to the beloved disciple, you know, this is your mother. Mm-hmm. And to his mother, this is your son. And we are all that child. We we are all embodied in John, the beloved disciple at that Absolutely. moment. At that moment, he gave her to us. And you know what? The bond between Jesus and Mary was strong, just like it is with our, us and our families. He did not want her to be alone. So that was his gift to her. Please, I'm giving you to St. John. I'm giving you to the world. I just recently went to Our Lady of Guadalupe to the Basilica in Mexico. It's my very, mm-hmm. It was my very first time at a Marian apparition site. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that are listening at home, there are approved apparitions, meaning visitations, where the church has investigated and approved miracles where Our Lady has appeared on the earth. In modern times, you know, Rwanda, Akita, uh, Fatima, um, La Salette in, in Mexico. And it was really profound to actually be mm-hmm. on the ground where you could actually say, Our Lady came here. Our Lady right. showed up. She had a message, not just for Juan Diego, but for the world. Mm-hmm. And her presence was so felt. And I think that you know, so many people are looking for a source of power today. Mm-hmm. So many people are looking for a false sense of power um, in the new age and in, um, you know, fortune telling and horoscopes and right, all the mystical all the mystical things. things. Right. But there's mm-hmm. so much mysticism in our Catholic faith. And really, the Lord gave Mary such a window into the future because she had favor with God at the Annunciation when the angel Gabriel appeared. This is what I love about about Mary. She teaches us how to be in fellowship with God. And that that fellowship brings such a favor, and that favor brings down revelation and the revelation to show us his will. And we can have that when we enter into this every day with Mary. We elect to really enter into God's divine will through this vessel, this perfect vessel, the spotless, immaculate conception Mary can lead us to a greater fellowship to her son. Right. It's about relationships. Mary, first of all, as a young Jewish girl, had a relationship with God so that she was able to freely say, yes, Mm -hmm. I will be the mother of Jesus. Yes, let your will be done unto me. I'm the handmaid of the Lord. And Mary's life is here to help us enter into a loving relationship with Jesus. Because if we're in a relationship with God, then our whole pattern of behavior is going to change because we don't want to hurt the one we love. And so if we love Mary and Jesus, um, we are going to, without having to think about it, we're going to operate out of a loving relationship. And, And it's transformational on our spiritual journey. That is absolutely so beautiful. People are always struggle with the commandments and what the church teaches. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly if you're in relationship with the with the, the lover, 
you are you want to please the lover. You, you know their heart. You know their heart. You want to please the lover, and you know why the law has been established in love for your well-being. So, oh my gosh, that is profound right there. Do you have a particularly favorite devotion to Our Lady? There are so many different devotions. I feel like Our Lady comes to us in so many different ways that we her children can relate to her. Well, you know, as as I said earlier, my favorite prayer to Mary is on the Memorari prayer mm-hmm. because uh, it really it was my lifeline when I needed it, um, and so and I know that she did not fail me. Um, but you know what? And growing up and uh, to this day, my um, favorite um, mystical Mary is Our Lady of Fatima mm-hmm. um, because it happened in our time. Right. I remember thinking, you know, my mom and dad were much older people um, when they had us, and so my mom and dad were alive in 1914. And growing up, I used to think, oh my gosh, my parents were walking the earth when Mary was here, you know, and that just was so profound to me. Mm. Like you said, when you go to, when you have the grace to go to an apparition site and you just sit there and, and, and let it soak in that, oh my gosh, Blessed Mother was right here. Um, it, it really is, it is amazing. But I do have to tell you a really cute little thing because <laughs> this has never failed me. It's talk about every day with Mary. You know, I have this favorite little prayer, and I actually put it in one of the reflections in the book. Um, when I'm going in a parking lot and it's it's mobbed, my favorite prayer is, Hail Mary, full of grace, help me find a parking space. <laughs> yes. And I swear, the minute that thing comes out of my mouth, boom, I see the red backup lights and someone pulls <laughs> out. So then I pull in and I go, Hail Mary, full of grace, thank you for the parking space. It's all about faith. Yes. It's all about believing our Blessed Mother is here even in the most insignificant things in our life. If we pull her in, we're good. Yes, I agree. I agree. She really is profound. And I love the Memorare, too. And I love St. Mother Teresa, who has um, the emergency novena to Our Lady. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Hmm, um, emergency novena, which re- consists of because Mother Teresa was such a girl on the go for the Lord right. with all kinds of emergency needs, you know, for the poor. She would say, I don't have time to pray a nine-day novena. So she would pray nine memorares in a row, and it would be her emergency novena to Our there Lady. And um, that has kind of passed on through some of her special um you know, spiritual counsel, people who knew her would say, you know, this was her emergency novena. So I've prayed that before and I've seen it be very efficacious. I love it. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so excited about this book. Um, tell me a little bit about how you found some of the contributors. We have just a couple of minutes, but um, anyone that we know or some of these kind of obscure Marian apostles? You know, we've got at Maze Lake Ministries, and I encourage our, your listeners to visit our website at mazelakeministries.org. We're out of Chicago, but we have a, a lot of, um, we do spiritual direction, and we do it by uh, Skype and FaceTime. So, you know, the bottom line is we have like 31 gifted disciples that work for the Lord, and most of the people in the book are, are spiritual directors who sit and journey with people every day on their life, but many of them are also just presenters or parish mission directors. And, you know, we've got three young moms in the book, and I love it because, um, you know, their, their wisdom is so current, and, and, and they're able to um, bring Mary into um, everyday life of the craziness of raising mm. families and everything. 
and and the beauty of this book, Alexis, it's it's six by six, so it's it's small. You can toss it into your um, your book bag, your briefcase, your diaper bag, your handbag, so that you can start every day with Mary wherever you are. That is fantastic. My guest today is Dr. Mary Amore, and um, you can get her book, Every Day with Mary, at osv.com. That's osv.com from Our Sunday Visitor and probably Amazon, too, right, Mary? Yes, it is on Amazon. As a matter of fact, you know, it was sold out the first week it was on Amazon. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. I know. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I want to thank our listeners for joining us today. I also want to let you know about a book that I have coming out. April 1st, you'll be able to get my new book, Ex Libris Fulton J. Sheen. It's published by Pauline Media, The Media Nuns, and you can purchase it at pauline.org. That's pauline.org. You could also follow along for a uh, little mini-series called Lift Up Your Heart, where I will be sharing a little behind the scenes about the book. Uh, I hope that you will join me. And um, I just want to thank all of our audience. We are praying for you. Feel free to um, follow us at Mary's Touch on all of our social pages and send in a prayer request. You can find us on the website. We are praying for you. God love you. God bless you. This program is produced by Mary's Touch, a nonprofit corporation dedicated to bringing you the love of Mary and her son, Jesus. If you have questions, comments, or a story to share, write to us at Mary's Touch, P.O. Box 341991, Austin, Texas, 78734, or email radio at marystouch.org. For more stories or to find out more about Mary, visit our website at marystouch.org. Sometimes all it takes is a spark. The spark becomes a flame. It transforms everything around it. From the creators of The Case for Christ. All these years, this church has been here. Now it's the crime scene. The church has brought nothing but controversy to the school for years. When we are divided, we cannot respond to hate with more hate. You don't get to play innocent. You did this! We must remember what we stand for. It's okay to be broken, Dave. It means God's still shaping you. My God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living. In the darkness, we are called to be the light. How do you define truth exactly? I believe truth is a person. This Easter, as painful and confusing as all of this is, it just might be exactly where God wants you right now. God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness, starring David A.R. White and John Corbett. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. In theaters March 30th, go to godsnotdead.com. Introducing the redesigned catholicsingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used catholicsingles.com, and the reimagined catholicsingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, catholicsingles.com for faith, fellowship, and love.